Welcome to the 15 Minutes of Giving No Fucks podcast. This special podcast is one that is not in the business of not making you care about things, but getting you to take a step back and articulate to yourself what is important and what matters in your life. You still care about everything, but giving no fucks allows you to organize your life while pushing the fluff aside. That's what everybody wants and needs in life. Less chaos. Welcome everybody out there to giving no fucks, uh, 15 minutes of giving no fucks podcast. I know it's on episode three, man. Seriously, you're gonna laugh at me. Yeah, lube those lips up. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, giving no fucks along with the ability to compartmentalize, which is not singularly a man's partition, but kind of a manly thing. But on the mic, we have Alan. Alan's done a couple of podcasts with me back in the day. He hadn't been on the mic in a while, so maybe he's still got some skills. So, Alan, what do you think about compartmentalizing the giving no fucks attitude? Well, first of all, David, good late morning, good early afternoon. Thank you for inviting me to the studio. Um, hmm. Giving no fucks and compartmentalization. Well, I suspect that I am successful at both of those activities. And I think it primarily stems from taking full responsibility for uh, missteps uh, on my behalf and accepting the reality that other folks may or may not embrace or take responsibility for their actions, and therefore, they don't give a fuck. Mm. Well, thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> I didn't know Alan was going to come out of the gate. Bam. Uh, <laughs> That's my job. I do give a fuck about this podcast, though. Um, interesting that you talk about um, taking responsibility because that's that's a that's a whole different podcast. But that's a lot of things that people don't do. And I think in order, what you said, in, in order to not give a fuck about some things, you take responsibility and I think you own it. Mm-hmm. So you're able to give no, no fucks even to a deeper degree. Well, I would say that once an individual takes responsibility for their actions, uh, does any and everything that they can to remediate the situation, after that, uh, it's really out of their hands. They're then at the mercy of other people to um, allow for forgiveness, allow for, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But being at the mercy, isn't that giving a fuck? Not really. Oh, interesting. Not really. I mean, you you can, as I told my children when, when I was raising them as teenagers, you can listen to everything but you don't have to respond. Well, I mean, what the topic that you have opened up today um, is important to me, uh, particularly due to my travels um, in marriage and subsequently into divorce. Um, I, I have, well, one of many philosophies is that people know right from wrong. They choose to do otherwise. And frankly, I've been no different. I've known right from wrong and 
made other choices and, of course, paid the price for that. What um, causes me most concern about that is having subjected other people to uh, adverse consequences. Like you said, though, but you have already owned up to it. Mm -hmm. Yep. But not everybody's willing to uh, forgive uh, and move forward. Some folks get stuck. And at that point, uh, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Um, It's interesting. Um, I never thought of it that way as owning up to your grievances and or misgivings um, and then turning around and presenting that to everybody and then everybody just does with it what they what they will, but but you have done all you can do, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Once you deal honestly and sincerely with what transpired, that's the best you can do. Uh, if you're no longer hiding behind lies and subterfuge, um, once you get to the brass tacks, uh, it's my opinion uh, that folks should be. Honest and genuine to the best of their ability, and accept the reality. And I think that that's more than anything else a a maturation process. And everybody arrives at maturation and different levels of maturation at different points in time. So, what about situations where <clears throat> every situation is different? Let's say the situation is less than ideal, but it really doesn't matter. You know, that's, let's say situation A, situation B. Situation A is not important. Situation B is important. Mm-hmm. And you own up to both situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally spaced my question. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be something like, what does one do next? Kind of, but let's go ahead and go with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In that case, my opinion is that one should do the best they can to work through, work with, and hopefully improve those relationships. Or uh, if the other party or other parties have no further interest in building or reconciling, then uh, let it go. No longer giving a fuck. Hmm. That does answer my question. <laughs> yes, it does. Um. God, man, you, you you went deep on this one. I, I was going to hit the surface, but you hit it deep. Thank you, brother. Yeah, wow. What else can you impart to our listeners <laughs> along that same same tributary? Oh, I like that word, tributary. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Use that this week. I think at this point, uh, what's important for me is to convey to people young and old uh, the best positive um, concepts about life uh, that I can impart, and um, it's a it's a recurring theme for me. Uh, be honest, be genuine, uh, own it if it's yours, um, and do the best you can to uh, mitigate the negatives. Um, some folks will allow it; some folks won't. And then once again, you're back what to. The fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Man, you keep coming around to this. I like this. <laughs> it's consistent. Yeah. 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 As long as you own up and 
and and do your due diligence, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's yeah. fair. You didn't know what you were in store for. No, I did not. I didn't know what can of beans <laughs> I opened up today. I thought it was, well, uh, giving a fuck is just this, that, and the other. It's like, nope, I didn't know it was going to go deep on here. But, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Damn. My pleasure. Yeah. So what would you say, as you just said to young people, what would you say to people out there um, having to uh, deal with issues and situations and and and, and people um, that some people won't let it go and you've done your best to rectify it and, and, or try to solve the problem. What do you say to those people at, at some point? What can they do? Uh, under those circumstances, I would encourage people to be objective. Not everybody's there. I believe that, um, objectivity, um, is a is a learned skill, uh, just like listening. Uh, listening is a learned skill, and it requires the appropriate temperament to do that. So, what do what are they being objective about? Well, being objective about their own behavior, about their uh, responses, about their perceptions. Um, I think very often, I'm I'm confident very often that people perceive uh, another person's actions or statements through their personal prism, and that's normal. But if it then becomes corrosive uh, or antagonistic, I think it's then incumbent upon the parties to do what they can to clear up misperceptions. Um Everybody, or maybe take a step back. Yeah, everybody has a different communication style and toolbox. Um, everybody has a different temperament. So it's an ongoing process um, to um, ask people to engage with their very best positive intentions. Mm. So how would the toolbox, temperament, and prisms all work together? Well... Some people are balanced, some people are unbalanced, and varying mm-hmm. levels in between. And you're, you're not guaranteed positive results. Despite your best efforts, you still may wind up with a, an adversarial relationship or negative consequences. But So what, you're supposed to have realistic expectations. Well, what's incumbent on the individual is to approach each interaction with the very best positive intentions. If they can. Some people cannot. Some people will not. Depends on the toolbox. Right. And you don't control that. You as the individual don't control that. You only control what you offer and what you accept. Or how you accept it, I should say. Hmm. You know, a lot of people have, and I've seen this with myself, uh, dealing with other feet, people have unrealistic expectations. Um, and so I, I feel that when you have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, you tend to be disappointed more. Instead of thinking about it in a positive light or negative light, you, you try to um, guess or predict what this person is, is going to say or respond. And then when you're disappointed, 
I think you have those unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic expectations are under the control of the individual. Let's take a very everyday set of circumstances. Driving. Everybody comes to the skill or the activity of driving with a different level of competence. And if you expect every driver to do everything that you would do under circumstances, I think you're setting yourself up for unrealized expectations. But if at the forefront you accept that everyone's skill set, everyone's execution is different, you can then um, modulate how you respond to it. Uh, and for me, it, it's taken years, but in traffic, I'm simply a uh, defensive driver. I expect people to do things improperly. So I plan ahead and uh, do do the best I can to not be in their way when they make that mistake. So realistic expectations. My realistic yeah. expectations are people are going to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my realistic expectation. <laughs> Oh man, this this is very interesting. <laughs> we we went from people to driving to yeah. But then yeah. okay, but then we can circle back to um expectations in um, in relationships. What's said, how it's said, when it's said, why it's said. Um people have different motivations. Aren't the expectations in relationships dictated by time? Like time with that person, time to see how that person reacts to certain things. Like if you're with somebody a couple of years, most of the time your expectations are realistic. Every now and then you get a monkey wrench. Well, yep, the monkey, <laughs> the monkey wrenches. <laughs> that monkey wrenches big time. Okay, but if we have person A who has expectations about person B, but person B has no idea what those expectations are. That's communication problem. That's a communication problem. So exactly. how can they fulfill those expectations? All right. Well, we're at 1415. You want to sum this up to make it 15? Okay. Sum it up, Alan Reynolds. Uh, as you travel through life, uh, approach each and every uh, interpersonal interaction with the very best positive intentions. No matter how, regardless of how adverse it, it appears initially. Um, I've had, I've had a, a, a broad variety of, exp of experiences. One of the experiences that, um, I appreciate a great deal is, Passing on bad news. Uh, you know, I work in the, in the tax industry. Well, sometimes folks that sit down at the table and are interviewed and have their taxes prepared, their expectation <laughs> is that they're looking at a check coming their way. But the realistic value of it, you but give them this bad news. Once their numbers are um, processed. Thrown to the hopper. The, the output or the outcome uh, is 180 degrees different 
from their expectations. And so to be able to convey bad news with empathy and humor um, can can uh, address um, <sighs> stressful situations. You owe $15,000. That's some funny shit. Uh, I've gone beyond that. I've had to. I've had to deliver much bigger numbers. Oh, than that. oh yeah, yeah. But how do you make humor with it? Well, that happened in the forty-five minutes to hour previous during the interview, establishing rapport, um, and also talking about what are your expectations, what happened last year, what changed this year. So it's a again, it's a growing process and it's it's fluid yeah. it's dynamic well we want to thank mr allen for coming by and dropping <laughs> a little bit of knowledge i was not ready for that uh thanks for listening to uh 15 minutes of, of uh giving no fucks podcast episode three uh we're gonna get episode four on the way here in a little bit have a nice night bye-bye